Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I am your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 121 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think can be particularly useful to you in your long-term financial journey. Today, we are going to be talking about your retirement, and uh, we are going to be talking about the idea that your retirement has to outlive you, your retirement monies, your retirement plans, uh, all of these savings vehicles that you have saved in over time or hopefully have saved in over time have to outlive you. And we're going to talk about what that looks like and how we can make sure uh, that when we pass away, we don't pass away uh, with absolutely zero left uh, and that we make it to that point uh, with adequate monies to live a comfortable retirement. Before we get started, though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to you there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, then just make sure to um, subscribe there and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's good supplementary materials to all the things that I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube or the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to create a financial plan that would work well for you uh, and that you can just walk right down the line of the steps of the plan uh, and that it's specific to you and your family, I can help you do that. Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work with Dylan tab and you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you and we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. Now, when it comes to our investing and our saving for the future, uh, the number one thing that happens to scare most of us and the number one thing that we are worried about most is not having enough money to retire on, not having enough money uh, when it comes time when you no longer want to work or no longer can work uh, to where you can't do the things that you want to do or you can't even live comfortably as you're living today at the baseline, at the baseline. Uh, that's what you want to be able to do is to live the same way you are living today. Hopefully you can get to a point where you can live in retirement in a very uh, robust way, in a way that um, is much better than your life while you are just still uh, working whatever uh, job you're working or doing whatever your current uh, career path is. But uh, we at least want to make sure we can get to a point where we can live as we do today. And the sad truth of it is that most people do not have adequate retirement savings in order to do so. Most people can't get to to this point uh, where they are able to uh, live comfortably in retirement because you have to have adequate money in order to do so. Uh, you have to have enough money in order to continue growing that money and creating income for yourself in retirement uh, that will allow you to live the way that you want to live. And so what I wanted to focus on in today's episode is ways in which uh, we can make sure that our money outlives us. Make sure uh, that when we pass away that there's still money left over and that we didn't have to pinch every penny in retirement just to get it that way. And so the first and the most uh, obvious thing that we have to make sure of is that we need to plan to have a bigger retirement portfolio than you think that you will need. And this can look different for a bunch of different people, but uh, the whole idea is you're not going to be upset with having too much money. You're not going to be upset with having more than you think you will use in retirement. Uh, you are only going to end up being upset with yourself if you look up and you don't have enough or you don't think that you have enough in retirement. Uh, so if, you know, let's say that you plan on taking 5% 
uh, of withdrawals. And we'll talk later this week about withdrawal rates. But let's say you took 5% in withdrawals off of a retirement account every single year. Uh, and let's say you said, okay, well, maybe I'll need to pull, you know, $50,000 a year off of my retirement accounts. You know, I'll have Social Security. Maybe you have a pension. Maybe your spouse has uh, something else. But let's say you have a million dollars and you take 5% off there. So that's $50,000. Well, the problem is, is that we can't perfectly forecast, first of all, when you are going to get to that million dollar mark. And then secondly, we can't perfectly forecast uh, what the market is going to do once you get to that million dollar mark. And you also cannot perfectly forecast what your retirement expenses are going to end up being. And so if you think today that, hey, I'm going to need $50,000 a year and you know, I think I can make 5% uh, on a million every single year and just pull that 50,000 off, uh, then that's a good plan. But we shouldn't just plan for, hey, let me just get to a million and that's what I need to get to. No, your plan should be, let me get to two, three, four million. Uh, and then if I still need 50,000 a year, that's perfectly fine. Then I'll have to uh, make less as far as the rate that you earn on your money. Uh, so you could make less. Uh, you could take off more if you wanted to. And you will just have way more options and more money to leave behind when you do eventually pass. So uh, just overestimating the portfolio that you need is extremely important because if you do that, you allow yourself some wiggle room, you allow yourself to have some options. And what do we talk about all the time on this show? We talk about being financially free. And part of being financially free, obviously, is having options with your money, having the option uh, to do all different types of things with your money. Uh, and this is one way in retirement you can make sure you do so if you overestimate a bit the size of the retirement nest egg that you think you'll need. Another way that we can go about making sure that we do not outlive our money is that we take inflation into account. We've talked a bit about inflation last week, uh, and that's a concept that I wanted you guys to understand. So if you uh, don't remember or you didn't watch that episode, then that may be a good thing for you to go back and refresh yourself on. Uh, but obviously, inflation is the increase of uh, the cost of goods and services over time. And uh, if you're seeing the cost of goods and services increase over time, then you need to make sure that the growth of your retirement accounts is taking this into account. Uh, because obviously any amount that the price of goods and services is increasing is really eating into the real growth of your money. Uh, so you need to make sure that your money is growing at a rate uh, that is keeping up with and surpassing inflation, hopefully by a good clip. And so you need to make sure that you uh, take that into account. Obviously, uh, a 2% rise in the costs of goods and services in one year is not going to do way too much to you. Uh, but if you get you know that 2% every single year and it compounds, and we've talked about compounding money over time, uh, then the price of goods and services will increase by quite a bit. And you can just uh, look online, just see what the prices of things have been over time, and you'll see uh, that it is necessary to take this into account when you are determining how much money you think you'll need in retirement. Because I promise you, especially the younger you are, uh, the, the amount of money that you think you'll need in retirement, you could very well be underestimating that. You could be underestimating it based on what today's costs of goods and services are. Uh, and if you are doing that, then you need to make sure that you leave some space for inflation. And if there is any type of substantial inflation, that you save enough money uh, and make sure that you're invested in the types of things uh, that allow you to hedge against inflation and grow with inflation, such as stocks, 
then you will um, you know, need to make sure that you take those things into account. And if you do, uh, then you should be perfectly fine, but it's something that you need to keep in the forefront of your mind in order to make sure that your retirement monies uh, do not end up going away before you do. And this kind of brings me to my next point. My next point is don't go so equity light. Don't go so stock light. And what do I mean here? Well, what I mean is don't get too conservative too soon. Uh, individuals are living longer and longer. And uh, the lifespan for most individuals, I mean, people aren't dying until, you know, in some cases, their 80s or 90s. And so we need to make sure that we can plan for retirement for that long. Something that they teach all the time uh, for retirement planners and, and financial planners is to uh, you know, make sure that you can reach all the way at least to age 99. And uh, that is an extremely uh, good idea. You need to make sure that at least uh, your retirement money can last that long, if not longer, because you, know, you may be blessed enough to live past age 99. Uh, but the whole idea here is that uh, we don't need to get too conservative too soon. Uh, because a lot of people, they get into their 40s, they get into their 50s, they've been saving for retirement for a while, or maybe they're even just starting saving for retirement. And some of their allocation is being held in things like cash and intermediate term bonds or short term bonds or things of the like. Um, and the, the real truth of it all is that those individuals may have 15, 20 years until they are even going to retire. And then past that, uh, they may end up living until age 99. They may end up living you know, 34 years past age 65 or you know what I mean? So they have to be prepared uh, to make their money last that long. And when you have a very conservative allocation of your money, uh, then you can end up in a place where your money isn't growing enough in order to allow you to spread your money out that long. And you have to remember that not only uh, are we fighting inflation while we are growing our money into retirement, we are fighting inflation while we are in retirement. We have to make sure that our money will last. Uh, and so keeping a more quote unquote aggressive allocation for longer, keeping an equity or a stock allocation for longer in our portfolio can do us a lot of good uh, because we will be able to grow our money at a higher clip and make sure uh, that things like having the largest portfolio uh, that we can have or having a big enough portfolio uh, of money to pull from uh, is possible when we are in retirement and it can last us all the way uh, until we pass away. Now, another thing that we have to take into account when we are talking about making our money last and uh, you know, making sure that we have enough money for the future and that our retirement savings do not outlive us is taxes. Uh, because taxes are, are, are reality for all of us. We have to understand what the tax implications of the monies that we've saved are. And one of the ways that you can make sure that the money that you have saved uh, is going to be the money that you actually get to put your hands on when you are retired uh, is to invest in tax-free vehicles uh, and things like the Roth IRA or the Roth 401k. And I know for some of you, your, your income may be above the limits for the Roth IRA, and that's uh, perfectly fine. If your uh, work offers a Roth 401k, then you can take advantage of that. There is no uh, limitation as far as income goes. And so if you can contribute to these types of vehicles, then you need to be doing so regardless uh, of where you are in your life right now. Uh, because what you can do is you can set yourself up to having tax-free income in the future, not 
having to pay taxes out of the money that you have. Because let's just say, let's just go back to that previous example that I had. If you had a million dollar nest egg and you were pulling 5% off per year uh, and you know that's $50,000. Well, if you're taking that from a Roth IRA or uh, what was in a Roth 401k or 403b, uh, you take that money out and guess what? You have $50,000 and you will get to keep the entire $50,000. But let's say that that money were in a traditional 401k or traditional uh, 403b or traditional IRA. Now, well, those monies are pre-tax money. Uh, any money that you put into a traditional IRA or 401k or whatever it may be has not been taxed yet. And so uh, any type of money that you have in there, when you take it out, there are going to be tax implications to taking that money out. So let's say you took out $50,000. Well, you would have to pay taxes, state and federal taxes, on that $50,000 that you took out. And so, you know, you may then be looking at only uh, 40,000 or, you know, the upper 30s as far as what you actually get to take home from that account. And uh, that can be detrimental to your ability to making your money last. Because if what you need is $50,000, if what you need every year is $50,000 and you've got that million dollar nest egg, uh, then, and let's say you have a traditional IRA that it's growing in, then you are actually going to need to make more than 5% a year to create the income in order to live off of it and in order to get the 50,000 that you need. You're gonna have to take more than $50,000 out of that account every single year in order to just get down to the $50,000 in actual net income that you are going to need. And so this is very important uh, to take into account because if you are not saving in tax advantaged vehicles, uh, such as the uh, you know Roth IRA, Roth 401k, and obviously the traditional options are also tax advantaged because things grow tax deferred, the money grows tax deferred, and when uh, you put the money in, you get the, the tax benefit there. Uh, but on the back end, uh, you're actually hurt. So you need to make sure that as you're going into retirement, you understand the tax implications of the money that you have uh, and understand that if you do have pre-tax money, you're actually going to have to pay taxes uh, on any of that money. Therefore, uh, you are going to need to take out more than what you actually need every single year. But if you have the Roth IRA, Roth you know, 401k, 403b, those Roth options, then you'll be able to take that money off tax-free, uh, therefore requiring less in the way of returns and requiring taking less money off of uh, that retirement account every single year. And so uh, keeping that in mind, and as you are pushing towards retirement, keep Roth in mind. And if you can take advantage of it, definitely take advantage of it. Uh, and you will not be sorry because the less taxes we can pay on the back end, the less costly it is to get our money on the back end, uh, then the longer we can make our retirement monies last. Another way that we can go about making our retirement monies last is to make sure that we are debt free. And this is no surprise that I preach to you being debt free because I say this all the time. I talk about the importance of being debt free all of the time. Uh, but when you are leading up into retirement and you are pushing towards retirement, uh, something that you need to keep in mind is anything that you are going to have to pay on in retirement is just extra income that you are going to have to create uh, in retirement. It is non-negotiable income that you must create going into retirement. Well, in order to make our retirement monies last as long as possible, then we need to have as little in the way of mandatory expenses and mandatory bills that we must pay 
uh, as possible. That way we can make our retirement savings last longer, one, uh, and we can also not force ourselves into a position where we have to have more in the way of retirement savings just to keep paying on certain debts. And so obviously when you're leading up into retirement, do not have credit card debt because the interest rates on those types of things, we've talked about this many, many times, uh, that is just not conducive to long-term wealth building and winning with money. Uh, do not have your student loans still sticking around. Get those things paid off. Uh, don't have car payments. Pay for cars in cash. Uh, and you know I've talked about this in episodes previously. And then one of the biggest things that you can do for yourself, uh, and it's part of the financial action plan, and obviously it's after uh, the part of paying off all consumer debt, uh, but one of the biggest things you can do for yourself leading up to retirement is having your home paid off. And why is this? Because typically your home is your largest expense. Your home is the biggest expense that you pay on month after month. And it is a big debt that you pay on month after month. But if you actually own your house, you don't have to worry about paying that money out in that large expense every single month. Uh, all you have to do is you know, pay your electricity bill, your gas bill, your water bill, pay for your food, pay for your general needs, uh, but you no longer have those bills such as uh, your home. And, and that is a huge deal because if that's your biggest expense, that means now we take that off the books, we can now create less retirement income or have less in our retirement portfolio and still live the same standard of life, the same standard of living that we would have lived given keeping the house payment, uh, but do it on a smaller nest egg if we would like, or if we wanted to retire at the exact same time that we planned on retiring previously, uh, then we could build up more assets uh, by that time. And once you build those assets up, now you really have more than you need and you can do a lot more uh, in discretionary spending uh, in your retirement and not just live based on uh, you know, your needs and the things that you need when you go about retiring. The whole point of this is, is that it is easier to pay off the debts uh, that we have laying around while we are working uh, than it is to create the income in retirement uh, in order to pay on those debts when we are retired. So we want to make sure that we have those debts out of our life. And now in a very similar way to that, uh, we need to plan on what our retirement expenses will be. Because if you don't know what your retirement expenses will be or have a ballpark idea, then you aren't going to have any type of idea of how much money you need, uh, you know, what your retirement number, what the amount of money that you need to have in your retirement nest egg needs to be when you retire. You're not going to have any idea as to what your withdrawal rate needs to be or, or as to what your rate of return is going to need to be every single year in order to make the amount of money that you need. And so uh, you really need to plan out your expenses. Plan out, okay, you know, where do we plan on living? You know, what um, will be our monthly cost? What are the things we're going to do? What are the things that uh, are going to uh, be a normal part, a normal rhythm of our lives uh, and have that planned out. And if you can have that planned out uh, in the same way that I talk about, you always need to make a budget. You need to make a budget for retirement. And if you can make that budget and still live on a budget and your budget may be uh, much tighter or much looser in retirement than it was when you were working, but either way, you still need to be making a budget, telling your money where to go. Uh, and if you tell your money where to go, then you are far less likely to outlive what you have uh, than if you were just to go about it you know, blind and, 
and uh, all willy-nilly and not really understanding where your money is coming from, how much you're making, all of these types of things. So have a plan. And if you have a good plan, then you will be better equipped uh, for your money to outlive you and for you to not outlive your money. Now, another way that we can make sure that our retirement monies outlive us and that we don't outlive them uh, is, and this is uh, a little more nuanced and a little more indirect, but it'll make a lot of sense. Uh, we need to set our children up for success. You may say, well, what do my kids and their success have to do uh, with my retirement monies? Well, uh, if your children are constantly needing money from you, then that is going to be a drain on what you have. Uh, if your children are not self-sufficient uh, and if they live in your house for a long period of time, that is going, going to be a drain on what you have or what you are able to save and invest. Uh, you know, if they don't have their college uh, paid for, you haven't uh, paid for their college in a way where, you know, you've saved up the money, you've invested the money over time and prepared for that. And let's say you have to cash flow their college. Well, that is going to be a big expense for you and, and you know, an amount of money that you are not able to save or invest for the future, you know, money that you're not able to use for yourself. Or, you know, if you have children that, you know, just are very dependent on you for all types of things, then it is constantly going to be a drain on your money. It is going to be a drain uh, on what you have. And uh, the more of a drain that you have uh, on your money, then you're not going to be able to use that money for things like your retirement. So uh, if you can set your kids up to be financially successful, if you can set your kids up to be independent in the way that they live and work, and I'm not saying don't help your kids out. I'm just saying create this culture in your family, create this uh, atmosphere in your family of like, hey, I'm going to teach you how to do things correctly. That way you can go out and do well for yourself. If you need me, I'm here. Uh, but uh, they can go out and do things on their own without having to rely on you and your money to be there when they fall. Now, another way that you can make sure that your retirement uh, accounts, your retirement monies do not uh, go away before you do uh, is to work in some way, shape, or form while you are retired. So just because you retire from a job doesn't necessarily mean uh, that you never work again or that you never do anything for money again. Uh, because, I mean, it may benefit you to work doing something you enjoy uh, part-time or doing something that you enjoy full-time. Uh, and if that's what you would like to do and, and that's a way that you can supplement your retirement, then uh, go right ahead. And that will just be less money that you have to take off of your retirement accounts over time. And the less money that you're, you're having to take off of retirement accounts, then the more money that you're going to be left with and the longer that money is going to end up lasting. And so uh, if you have something either, you know, maybe it's a side hustle, maybe it's something that you have always wanted to do by yourself. You want to start a small business for yourself and do things and, and make some money for yourself. Or, or maybe there's a, a, you know, specific job that you could go and take and it would be uh, not a lot of stress on you and it would al allow you to have some flexibility and still be retired, but uh, go and do some work on your, on your own and, and, you know, something that would actually make you some money uh, to supplement your retirement life, then uh, by all means, definitely go and do that. Uh, and it will allow you to stretch your retirement monies further and further along. Also, when you are leading up to retirement or while you are retired, uh, in order to allow your money to outlive you, what you need to do is make sure that you have certain buckets 
for your money. Now, what do I mean by certain buckets for your money? Uh, well, you need to have buckets of money for different purposes. Uh, that way you can stay organized and understand what money is going where uh, and what you are going to use these different buckets for. Obviously, we still need to have an emergency fund. Uh, we always need to have an emergency fund set aside in a money market account or a savings account. Uh, that way, if something were to uh, arise, we can quickly uh, get our hands on that money and pay uh, whatever it is in cash and not have to go into debt for whatever it is. So there still needs to be that bucket of the emergency fund. But then within your retirement savings, within uh, your IRAs, 401ks, investment accounts, all these different types of things, what you need uh, to make sure that you have is you need to have uh, a bucket of money that is a growth bucket. You need to make sure that you have money there that is going to grow over time. Uh, and obviously you want all of your money to be growing, but that money uh, can maybe be your higher equity allocation money. Uh, maybe it is you know a bit more aggressively allocated than anything else that you have. But then you also need to make sure that you have money uh, that can quickly be turned into cash or that is um, you know less aggressively allocated. Uh, that way that money is more stable, that money is going to be there, you're going to have money there to pull off of. Now obviously the need for this to occur is going to be more and more uh, depending on the amount of money that you have. So for instance, if you don't have much money to retire on at all and maybe you are forced to earn a higher amount on your money in order to just live the way that you want to live in retirement, uh, then maybe you can't do this, right? Because the allocation that you are going to have to keep uh, might be you know, very aggressive across all buckets. And so maybe you can't do it in this way. And I don't necessarily suggest that being the case, but maybe you're in a way uh, or in a position that you have to do that. Uh, and then let's say you have a, a lot of money, tens of millions of dollars maybe, uh, in order to retire. Uh, if you have that amount of money laying around, then you may not need uh, to have as much money in an aggressively allocated uh, portfolio at all. You may have so much more uh, in cash that you don't really have to worry so much about these buckets, but it still may be a good idea for you. But what this is going to do uh, for the majority of people who have uh, you know, enough money that they can take the amount in their withdrawal rate that they need to take off every single year, what this is going to do, what this is going to allow them to do uh, is to you know, understand where their money is, be able to get their hands on the money that they need, and yet still allow their money to grow over time. Uh, I am not somebody who likes to take a super conservative view of what your allocation should be in your investments in retirement, but some people are, and that's important to, to understand. That's important to keep in mind uh, when you are making sure that you have enough money uh, for your retirement life. So when it really comes down to it, what you need to do uh, in your retirement accounts or what you need to do in saving and investing for retirement uh, is to build up as much as you can. Now, I'm not saying put every last dollar into retirement savings, but you should definitely be always making sure uh, that you are allocating your money in the correct way and putting money into these retirement plans systematically over time to grow the amount of your nest egg uh, and have a plan. 
plan today. Understand if I put this much money in per month at this rate of return, this is how much I'll have in the future. Because if you can guess, if you can estimate what you're going to have in the future, then you will be better equipped to understand how what you do today will impact what you do in the future. And so that's really the last thing that I have for you is make sure that you have a plan. Make sure that uh, you understand how much to save and invest every month. Make sure that you understand what realistic rates of return look like. Make sure that you understand what a realistic retirement age for yourself may look like. And so uh, take all those things into account, run simulations, uh, run the numbers for yourself. And uh, if you need somebody to help you run the numbers, I can definitely help you do that as well within financial coaching and determine how much money you actually need to allocate towards your retirement savings over time to get to where you need to get. And if you are already pushing up close to retirement, then you need to be pushing as much money as you can into that place. Uh, that way you will have the adequate funds that you need in order to live a comfortable retirement at the very least. So when it really comes down to it, what I want to make sure that you guys understand is that uh, I just want you to have the best retirement that you can have. I want you uh, to have something to show for your years of hard work and for your years uh, of you know building up assets and for your, your years of putting in work at a job or building a business or whatever you did for you know 30, 40, 50 years of your life. And so I want you to have something to show for that. I want you to be proud of something that you've actually been able to do for yourself and your family. And so I want to help you get there. I want to help you to get to the point where you can retire with dignity. And you know the best way to make sure that you do that is to make sure that you have enough money to where your money can outlive you and not the other way around. So thanks for tuning into this episode. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below if you haven't done so already, and I'll be sure to respond to you there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, then make sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's good supplemental materials to all the things that I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube or the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to create a financial plan that would work best for you and your family, and you need somebody to help you stay accountable to that plan, I can help you do that. Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work With Dylan tab, and you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you. And we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. So tune in tomorrow as I talk about the determinants of how much money you will have in retirement uh, and how you have control of some of these determinants uh, and other determinants you don't have as much control and how you can make sure you still get to where you need to be based on these things. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.